Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Podcast Daily. It is Freaky Friday. You made it. It's the end of the week. That's Bill Landis, and I am Austin Ward here to wish you congratulations <laughs> and thank you for joining us. Uh, back in true Freaky Friday form, we have two interviews, not just one, two. Jack Sawyer and Denzel Burke, we caught up with them on Wednesday night at the Next Gen Camps in the Woody. And so we've got some quick interviews with them, some updates on the summer. And you're talking about working with these kids. It was kindergartners through eighth graders. Bill, I don't think we got a lot of evaluation on those guys, but we saw six Buckeyes. Yeah, you know, no, no, no real hard opinions on on the uh, the <laughs> elementary school children who are working out at the, <laughs> at the Woody on Wednesday evening. Uh, but it was it was nice to to see some of the players hadn't really seen many of them uh, in a while or any of them in a while. Um, I thought like <clears throat> maybe maybe Jack Sawyer was the one who sort of stuck out most to me it's in lieu of a better term like and i know we talked to maybe that's why but we've talked a lot about like the physical transformations he's made since last year and like one you notice that but but two you also like notice a real confidence that i think that's given him going into this season and i think people will see that come across in the conversation that you had with him but um i don't know that that to me was something like you know everyone has high expectations for a kid like jack who was a former five-star prospect and it sort of happens on a different timeline for everybody. Um, and him being in a good mood in July is certainly no guarantee of him having a productive season, but uh, it does just seem like he's in a really good space with like the, I'm going to stick at defensive end. I've made these physical changes. I kind of understand how college football works now. So it just made me a little more um, intrigued, I guess, to kind of see what he puts on the field this year. Yep. Jack Sawyer goes into a little bit of detail with that. The first thing I, I saw when I went up and, uh, you know, just started chatting with him. I was like, man, you look, you look different. And I didn't say how or in what way. And he's like, yeah, I'm a lot leaner. Uh, <laughs> and that's pretty noticeable. I mean, I think he is certainly strong and stronger than a year ago, another year in the weight room at Ohio state will do that to you. But the way that it, that it fills out his frame looks different. And I think the way that he's just walking around and, you know, running with the kids feels like, as you mentioned, that there's a new sort of you know, lease on things for him. We know it was uncomfortable uh, at the Jack spot. It didn't really feel um, feel natural to him, either playing it or just the way he was asked to change his body physically. So, yeah, it, he seems pretty excited by that. Uh, Denzel Burke does too. And then I, this is a little bit of a broken record, but one of one of the parents out there came over and. Uh, a very nice guy. We didn't catch his name, Bill, but uh, he watches. Maybe he can drop it in the comments. But he, he said, who's that player over there? Uh, so what's well, Jelani Thurman? <laughs> wow. He's big. Is he a defensive end? <laughs> no, he's he's 265 pounds at tight end. And that's one reason we talk about him a lot. He does not look like a freshman. Um, and you, you made a, a note of this, too, when we, when we were just kind of standing around watching some stuff like he does these things a lot these sort of um i don't know nil fueled endeavors um whether it be with you know cohesion foundation or, or this is a kind of like a separate deal but he's got quite a bit going on for him for a guy who's I've never played college football uh which i think is an indication of um maybe the belief in him and what kind of a player he's going to become. I think, I think some of the, some of this on the front end is like, is like a bet on talent. Right. And if there's a, a, a freshman who seems to be doing an awful lot, I, I think that's an indication that, that people are wanting to place bets on, on that talent um, at this stage in their career. So I think it's noteworthy that he's around always doing these things. He is a physical freak. Like I, every time I see him, I, I think to myself like, man, they, that kid has to play this year. I don't know what it's going to look like, 
But if he's just standing on the sideline every game, I'm going to be upset. <laughs> well, he is going to get off the bus, and sometimes that's half yeah. the battle. Just like being amazed at the the physical prowess on a roster. Uh, are are you worried at all that Marvin Harrison's just not making enough money? You know what? I think he's fine. I think his sunglasses cost more than my car. Um, <laughs> you know, and I drive I drive a fine motor vehicle. It's not the nicest car in the world, but it costs a few grand. And he's 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 walking around looking like a movie star. Uh, he is. Like Braxton Miller, I always thought was sort of like the epitome of like college football fame. Um, Marvin has eclipsed that, uh, and I like like by a lot. I think he is. Um, there's something about that kid, and it's not just his talent. Like it's the way that he owns. Like yeah, I know, I know, I'm the best, but he's not like cocky about it either. Like it's it's he's he's really kind of threaded the needle there in a really nice way to uh, maximize his potential on and off the field. But then also, I think. When you when you are around a person like Marvin Harrison Jr., I think you have a certain expectation of like the feeling you're going to walk away with after that encounter, and I think he delivers on that too. I mentioned this um, on Wednesday on OhioState.Rivals.com in the story about Marvin going to Big Ten Media Days, and I think that this this note, this nugget, uh, this bit of information is probably worth rehashing again here because we're talking about the NIL impact, and it doesn't drive Marvin Harrison his father as you may or may not know made a little bit of money in the nfl so it's it's not like he needs this to survive and it's not i don't think any of that stuff even if he dresses very well and has a nice car has changed the work ethic at all and the veteran players had about 10 days off right before the fourth of july where they could go home they could do whatever they wanted they could get away i was told that marvin left on that friday night went to see his family and then flew back and was back in the Woody on Monday, on the 3rd of July, on the indoor, turning on the Monarch and catching balls. He had the entire week off that he, he didn't have to be there. So if there's, I brought this up in jest about the money and, and you know, probably what's going to be quite a elaborate suit in Indianapolis in, in a week and a half. It has not changed the, his attention to detail, his willingness to put in the work and do all that extra stuff. Didn't. Didn't take a vacation. He took a weekend and then was right back there working through the 4th of July. Yeah. I, I wonder if he's even more inclined to do that stuff now because he's, his name is his name, but, but he's not really become like Marvin Harrison jr. Was not in, in the college football you know, like vernacular until probably about the midway point of last season. And now he's a bona fide star and everyone's talking about him and probably making some assumptions about him too, just given his, his, his lineage and how, how good he is. And I think he wants to show people that he's earned it. Like it wasn't he Maybe, maybe there are, there are probably things that come along with being the son of an NFL receiver that, that maybe other kids weren't um, exposed to that make him more ready for this moment. But in terms of like talent um, and a development that goes into being as good as he is, like that was all him. Like, I, like it's not like it wasn't any, nothing was like given to him in that regard. So um, I, th- I think he probably feels more incentivized to prove that as a star continues to rise. Um, and, I, and frankly, like it's a pretty good example for the, the kids that were at that camp, like the one we were at on Wednesday night. Yeah, they'll definitely hold that up. And then you have Cade Stover not taking days off because uh, cows don't. Mayan Williams was out there. Anything else you picked up from being in the Woody on Wednesday night? No, I mean, it was just... Uh... It was good to see like Mayan Williams just like, I don't know, running around is probably exaggerating too much, but we didn't get to see a whole lot of him in the spring. Um, he just, he also like similar to Jack, I think seems like he's in a good place. Um, all these guys do. Like, I, I think there's a, 
there's a weird in-between period happening happening now where they're appreciative of these sort of moments where they get to wind down and have a little fun and not feel the the burden of expectation that comes with being a, a player at Ohio State. But at the same time, I, I could kind of sense that they're like really itching for, for camp to get here because they're kind of tired of waiting around for it. <laughs> yep, both Denzel Burke and Jack Sawyer made some reference to that. In these Freaky Friday interviews that we're going to get to right now, you've probably heard enough from Bill and I for the week. But uh, unfortunately, you're going to have to hear me half of the time in this interview. So <laughs> you almost made it. You almost won on that one. But we appreciate uh, everybody joining us uh, throughout this week. Podcast Daily will, of course, return on Monday along with uh, the Horseshoe Lounge at Roosters. Uh, another full week of content to go. And then we'll be in Indy. Until then, uh, enjoy these interviews with Jack Sawyer and Denzel Burr. Freaky Friday episode. It is filmed on a Wednesday night in the Woody Hayes Athletic Center. Spoiler alert. It's a next-gen camps. This is Ohio State cornerback Denzel Burke, who the kids are putting you to work out there, man. Yeah, man. It's fun, man. It's a blessing to be out here with the kids. I just remember when I was a young kid, you know, I was one of the older guys, you know, the college NFL dudes, you know, encouraged me, inspired me. So that's what I'm doing today. It seems kind of crazy, you know, three or four years ago, you couldn't have come out and worked some of these camps. Like, I know that NIL has, uh, you know, changed a lot of things for a lot of people, but even just the opportunity to give back a little bit like you're doing, it seems pretty special. Yeah, it's crazy time right now. It's <laughs> getting more crazy. <laughs> What, what else are you doing this summer? Like, I know we can talk all about football. There's going to be plenty of time for that. But there's got to be some time for guys. This job is a 24-7 job for you guys. But yeah. Let's get away a little bit. Have you been able to do that? Yeah, I did get uh, I did get away a little bit. We had a break uh, like a week ago, 10-day break. Went home, spent time with the family. It was a good time. A little reset break. You know, camp's three weeks away now. So time to really lock in and get into it. Do you find yourself, even when you go home, like – you're still on Ohio State time. You still want to get those crazy workouts going. I know they're probably not the same if Coach Mix not yelling in your ear. If but... I miss a day of workout, I just feel <laughs> lost or, yeah, horrible. <laughs> Is it all the same? Can you do the same stuff when you're away from here? Uh, Yeah, with the white, if you're with the white people, most definitely. All right. What was the best part of getting home? Just being on my parents, seeing my mom, my dad. I got baptized, too. So Did you? That was a good thing for me, yes. What? So, well, tell me, you know, the process of getting into that. What? I mean, it's always been on my heart. I did it when I was younger, but like since the age, age I'm at right now and the understanding I know and the faith where I'm at, my relationship with God, I feel like it was the right time to do yeah. that. That's that's really cool. Congratulations on that. Thank you. Was there uh, any celebrations for that? Some special food afterwards? Something? Yeah, we had some canes. My family, uh, my girlfriend's family, my pastor, my mentor was there. It was a good time. Had some food and everything like that. So. We didn't get to talk to you a ton uh, during spring, maybe once, and then afterwards you talked after the spring game. I know you've shared with me before that how healthier you felt before the Peach Bowl, and we saw how well you played then. To carry that over and to stay probably reasonably healthy now, how big, how much of a difference are you thinking that's going to have? It's going to be a big difference, man. I'm just really excited for the season, going into going into the season healthy. You know, just go out there and do what I know I can do. Just have fun. When. When people talked about you having a different mindset, what does that mean? Uh, just a different approach to the game on and off the field, uh, growing as a man, um, understanding who I have in my life, my support system, and what I have right in front of me. Did you – that's probably easier with time and maturity to look back. Yeah. Did you feel like so, – because two years ago, we know you made an impact right away. You had to have been doing something, right? Yeah. But how, like, how is that version of Denzel two years ago different than the one standing right here now? I'm older, wiser. <laughs> smarter, stronger, and um, still good. Yeah, that, that hunger, 
What does it What does it feel like? Well, I'm starving. <laughs> I'm starving. But just gonna take it day by day, man. And just get better every day. That's the plan. Is there a countdown in your head? You know, two, three, four weeks until camp starts? Like every day. Yeah. All right. Hey, straight to the point. There's not much more to say about it. Yeah, definitely. All right. So I think this team probably shares that hunger. Yeah, we I'm all sure do. Some of workouts. We got a chip on our shoulder, and um, we really all bought in. So I'm really excited for this team. All right. Straight to the point. Good to hear from Denzel Burke again, Ohio State cornerback heading into year three. That's kind of hard to believe, too, but uh, getting ready for the season and working at the next-gen camps. Denzel, thanks for the time. Thank you, man. Appreciate you. Yep. Hey everybody, welcome into the Woody Hayes Athletic Center, a special edition in the summer. It's next-gen camps, and that is Ohio State defensive end Jack Sawyer, who is looking a little leaner. Yep, yep, a lot leaner, a lot leaner. Uh, what's the secret of that? Uh, I mean, it's just... It just comes down to, you know, being disciplined and eating the right stuff consistently and staying on top of all that stuff and and uh, really just being consistent in what you're putting in your body day in and day out. So we were joking about that before we started, like how that feels different. I said you look a lot different. You feel that when you're going through workouts or getting ready for training camp in a couple of weeks. I mean, how, how different does it feel and what is that going to mean for you? Yeah, you know, I think it was important for a lot of us, you know, this offseason, uh, taking care of our bodies that much more and, uh, making sure we're doing everything, not leaving a stone unturned and uh, getting our body ready for camp and, and for the season. Because, you know, when camp starts, season starts because uh, we get out of camp. You know, we got a game in two weeks. So, uh, you know, th- this offseason, we've been uh, we've been super focused, uh, highly motivated, obviously. And uh, we're just ready for this season. So these next gen camps are a little bit different than training camp. Getting out here with some, yeah. some yep. young kids. Yep. If you can believe it, like these opportunities didn't used to exist for you right. to get yeah. back. It's crazy, you know, think about it now. I mean, look, what a good experience for these kids. You know, I know how much I would have loved to do something with this for Ohio State since I'm from Columbus uh, as a kid growing up, being a huge, you know, sports fan, Ohio State fan. So uh, this is awesome that we can finally do stuff like this, especially at the Woody, give these kids this experience. So I'm super happy to be doing this. Are you getting out there and you're, like, trying to give them LJ's tool back? So you, you're just showing scissors, side scissors? I, shit, I might. You know, <laughs> if, if, if we're doing some D-line drills, I definitely will give, give, give the kids something to take with them for the future. But, uh uh, no, really, today's all about having fun and uh, you know, be able to give back to these kids and let them run around and have some fun. How how do you guys as current Buckeyes have fun in the summer? I know there's a ton of workouts. You have meetings and stuff. It's a lot different than five or ten years ago with yep. the amount of work you can do. But there's got to be some time for that bonding and stuff off the field. What do you got? What are you liking to do right now? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, this summer, we've all been playing golf. Uh, it's been super competitive. Uh, you know, me, Kyle, Cade. Uh, Tommy, dudes like Julian Fleming are really good. Yeah. Uh, Mecca is really good at golf. So I mean, it's been it's been fun this summer. You know, pretty much almost almost after every workout, every other workout. You know, we're getting a tee time. We're all meeting up at a, at a golf course and playing some golf. Julian said that he wanted to play me. Mm-hmm. That never happened. I think that he's scared. So we'll just put that out there Ooh, for the world. Damn, Julian scared? I mean, I don't know. It's never happened. It's yeah. almost camp time. I know he's not right. going to do it in August. Right. Right. Um, what courses can we find you on, Jack? I mean, you you're the one with all the local knowledge. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we play. We play New Albany Lakes quite a bit. Um, honestly, we played there a lot this summer. Me and Kyle, we kind of like bounce around a little bit. Uh, Julian Mecca, we like playing there. Uh, Dublin Golf Club, we play there a lot too. So one of those two courses, we're usually out there twice a week. What so. kind of numbers are you putting up, Jack? Uh, actually, I just shot my best score ever a uh, week ago. I shot an 83 at OSU. There we go. Uh, Kyle went low. He shot a 77. And uh, I've seen Julian shooting the 70s there too. So. <laughs> Uh, but I still beat them regularly. Don't let those scores fool you. <laughs>
I'm guessing the strength of your game is off the tee. Or? Yeah, you know, it's off the tee if they're going straight. Uh, <laughs> sometimes they're 350, but it's 180 straight and 180 this way. Uh, so, you know, <laughs> if I'm straight off the tee, I'm good. All right. What, uh, if Larry's giving you something that you wanted to work on individually over the summer, what would that be? Uh, just just hands. Uh, just hands and eye discipline and uh, just focus on getting off the ball, you know. And uh, I think that's, that's just the basics of uh, what we all need to be doing. If we all do that, focus on those three things, and all the moves that we, you know, we're, we've been developing, uh, we're going to be the best front four in the country. All right. Well, you're going to get back out there and teach some kids. We'll let you go. Appreciate Jack Sawyer joining us on yeah, the podcast. Appreciate today. you guys. Thank you.